What are you, what are you doing? Huh? What you I doing? Also, oh, you know, nothing. I don't. Also, on the new album, his job the Republicans have done of bring on the new album. I don't. Oh, okay. What's going on? I'm just watching you work. You uh, want to explain to the listeners what's going on? Are people listening? I don't get, you know. I hit record. His job, the Republicans. Oh, fuck! (laughs) Claire, you know I needed another week of messing around with this Trent video interview. How do you do that? You just hit numbers? No. Welcome to Trent. <laughs> Here's a quick pro tip for all you res nerds out there. When you're list- when you're watching slash listening to a YouTube video, you can press the keys from one to zero, pretty much from one to nine. Yeah. And it'll jump to specific points in the video. Uh huh. And I was going through this Trent Reznor interview looking for clips that we could pull for the the episode that we should have done two weeks ago. But I got one week ago. But I but I got hung up just doing this. Also, it came at a time. Well, I, I don't. Because I can make Trent <laughs> breathe and smack his lips as if I am some sort of evil puppeteer of Mr. Reznor. Beautiful. He also has a, a couple of good quips about Republicans. Fact, uh, his job, the Republicans have done, working on the new album. Republicans are working on his new album, apparently. <laughs> And this is just some of the fun I've had in the last week of being totally sucked into this. Now let's 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 be honest. We missed it. Hmm. We we missed, we missed recording. We did. Or we missed our deadline. Or we missed our fans. Yes, that's what we missed. <laughs> we missed you. Yeah, it's been a hectic couple of weeks. It but has been. It's it's good to be back in this space talking yeah. about Trent with you. Let's do the intro. Would that be nice? Yeah. Do you, should be, we? Do you want to turn if, on a what song? If, what if we swapped it? Okay. All right, hang Would on. Would that be crazy? All right, let's kick things off with a song, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, this is it. No, this this is something else. This is it. <laughs> this is the song. It sounds different than I remember, (laughs) but I did just take a lot of allergy meds. (laughs) All right, you're listening to Trent Talk, your Halo by Halo guide to America's greatest treasure, Trent Trent Reznor. Today we're talking about the single, The Hand That Feeds, which clocks in as Halo 18. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Which came out in 2005. Yes. After like a ton of really dramatic stuff in Trent's life. Yeah. Ooh. I thought it stopped, but here we go. This is kind of. It's getting less terrible. Oh right. So this, if you're just joining us, this is a podcast where we talk about the music of Nine Inch Nails and the incredible man that is Trent Reznor. Yeah. And um, we pretty much just go through everything he's ever recorded. Yeah. And this week is a breeze. We're doing a single, so we're also going to talk about some fun news facts that Shia has found. Oh, you make it seem like I do all the work. Well, this week you did. I took a nap. I mean, we can't all be Trent Reznor puppeteers. (laughs) Reznerds, I'm sick again, so we are going to play a little drinking game. Every time you hear me cough, muffled, you can take a drink of a beer, and every time it just explodes for us forth from my chest take a shot oof 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Trying to kill our listeners, Claire. I know. It's like a game for you, except you're playing (laughs) with people's lives. Yep. So let's do this. Um, yeah, so... Who's this remix by? Okay, let's give some quick cred. This is Michael Weston's remix. M-Y-K-E-L Weston. And in typical Nine Inch Nails fashion, it's just called the Ham That Feeds remix. Right. Nine Inch Nails remixes always have crap names. Yeah. Unless they become a completely different song. Make it something that we can search. But let's go back to my favorite part. (laughs) Is it trying to be Daft Punk? I wonder when it was made. Um, I don't know if we can get that information. Yeah. This is fun, though. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah. It took a minute. It it took about 30 seconds, I'm going to say, but it grows on you. So credit where credit is due. Check them out on (laughs) remix.nn.com. So um, this single is pretty much just the hand that feeds. It has the hand that feeds, and the standard release also had the straight mix by Fotec, and then there was a limited edition digipack. Ew. I don't even know what that is. Are you familiar with a digipack? I mean, is it just something that you paid for a download of instead of buying it in the store? That sounds like what it may have been. Is this... I mean, you're going to get into that later, but is this the year where all that happened? Oh, yeah. There was, like, a major shitstorm over who actually owned Nine Inch Nails. Um, and we'll get to that today, because that, that was all, like, immediately prior to him recording with Atitha. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, should I, should I take that again? With Atitha! <laughs> right. So this 2005 release... Yet, like I was saying, includes the Hand That Feeds regular, Hand mm-hmm. That Feeds straight mix, mm-hmm. and on the Digipack it also had the dub mix, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. There was a picture disc, which I think was an even more limited release, that also came with the song Home. Oh, yeah. Have we covered that? No, all? because that's... It's an exclusive thing. It's an exclusive thing on With Teeth. We'll cover it next week. I well, think it's Claire's favorite part of With a Teeth. It is. It's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite original songs at all. At all. At all. Is it instrumental? No. I played it for you. Oh, I think I know the one. We'll hear it, though. Yes. But now we're about to hear <laughs> the Hand That Feeds single. Great. It comes on to you like a like an oncoming train. Yeah. <laughs> So how great was this when you first heard it when you were 15? <laughs> um, 17, I guess. 2005 or 4? 5. I was 17 slash 18. Um, I didn't listen to this really when it came out. Really? This is like all I listened to when it came out. Yeah, no, I didn't. I skipped over with teeth. I didn't listen to Nine Inch Nails until, again, until year zero. You took a hiatus. Yeah. And I didn't... I've never been terribly fond of this song. I think its popularity just kind of made me not like it, because I'm an asshole. That sounds like typical Claire. Yeah. So it's never been one of my favorites. But I like... I I mean, it's a good... It, it has the characteristics of a good Nine Inch Nails song. It has a great beat. Um, I like the build in the beginning. It has some... I don't know, I guess like the whole... 
fucking... Just the whole message, I feel like, is one that he's been dragging through the dirt for so long that I'm just kind of tired of it. Yeah, this is kind of like the uh, the egg that hatched into year zero. Mm-hmm. For better and for worse. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's yeah. the hand that feeds. It's about the powers that be. Yeah. It's about the government. Um, and at the time, especially in 2005, like, the war on terror was pretty new. So when he says, like, um, what if this whole crusade's a charade? And behind it all, there's a price to be paid for the blood which we dine. So, I mean, mm -hmm. the, the big... I mean, I actually went to, like, anti-war protests with my hippie parents back in the Dizay. Um, <coughs> and the slogan everyone was using in, like, 2004 was, like, no blood for oil. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, that was the thing. Yeah. Um, so he was pretty much... I mean, in my mind, when I heard this song, he was directly talking about having crusade, blood. It, yeah. all, it all came together. Yeah, totally. It's like he was singing to me. Um, I think also it's just the rhyming too hard factor in the, oh, of this God. song that I dislike. Honestly, this is the songiest Nine Inch Nails record ever. It's just yeah. all songs. Yeah. Which may have something to do with the new recording relationship Trent has with Interscope Records. Should I just get into it? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. let, let's give the fans a little bit yeah. more. Of it. If well, you've never heard I mean, this, which I very much doubt. One of the remixes doubt. is ten minutes, so. Oh fuck. This is the best part. Yeah. Oh shit, I just remembered that they released a music video for this where he knocks over the mic stand. Remember? No. Oh man. Okay, I gotta look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was one, I think, the most aggressively promoted Nine Inch Nails single ever. Oh, I really? Mean, because, it, so, I mean, Fragile was 99. Uh-huh. Then there was All That Could Have Been, 2002. Yep. Basically, there's been no new Nine Inch Nails for six years. Yeah. And so Trent has basically pulled a Houdini again. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like, your history with him was, was the same. You're taking a hiatus. Right. I might have to do a compare to Claire. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, in, like, 2005, like, I graduated high school, I was just generally being a dingus. I was listening to a lot of really bad music. Alright, I'm gonna name a few bands, and you just nod or shake your head. The fans don't have to know. <laughs> Alright. Papa Roach. No. Okay. <laughs> I said nod or shake your head. But Papa Roach was also when I was, like, 15, not 18. Okay. Um, <clears throat> no, okay, so... Maybe this was 2000, I don't remember if this was 2005 or 6, I think it was 5. I went to the rave in Milwaukee to see a show, it was Static X and Ooh. some metal band with a female singer. Lacuna Coil? No. No. That was Shot in the Dark. I liked, I kind of liked them. Yeah! I just, they were just like so adorably Italian, you know? Yeah. Like, their accents were so thick. Like, sometimes you hear an artist and you can't tell where they're from, but their accents and, like, some of their weird wording choices were so just adorably Italian. It brought me right back to the older country. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I think it was, like, Otep or something. Oh, that's a good one. She, she can do the growl pretty good. Yeah, and it was just, like, all political in-your-face shit. And I liked it, but... 
looking back, I feel like if I went through her her catalog, I wouldn't be able to mm. find yeah. things that excited me yeah. the way they used to. But um, I so was... there's an OTEP. Sorry, I need to no, sidetrack real quick. Yeah. There's an OTEP. Mm-hmm. There's also an OPETH. Yeah. More like oh please, am I oh, right, guys? Or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I wasn't listening to Nine Inch Nails. Um, in fact, I very, very vividly remember the video for Only coming out, and then I saw Only, and I saw that Only represented um, with teeth, and I was just like, I'm good, and I just continued not paying attention to Nine Inch Nails. If there was an era to miss Nine Inch Nails, it was probably with teeth. Yeah. I mean, what's crazy is With Teeth became his best-selling album. I, I'm pretty sure. Really? Like, I don't... I mean, it was definitely his fastest, like, his hottest record ever. And I think that's partly because, you know, again, it was six years. No, People forgot what Nine Inch Nails even was. Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh, it's this guitar-driven, songy, you know, semi-rebellious, car-commercial-sounding rock. Right. It's all very car-commercially. It is very car-commercially. Especially only. Um, so I, I found the video I was talking about. They, okay, they promoted the hell out of this thing. I remember back when, um, 2005, I think my parents finally got, like, basic cable. So I was, like, watching MTV or, or Comedy Central and stuff. Yeah. Um, back when they were just giving everyone a special. Like, mm-hmm. everybody got a special. I mean, I guess we're kind of coming into that era again. Yeah. With, with Netflix. We are. Yeah. Everybody gets a special. Yeah. Which that's is cool. cool though. I mean, I that's, like that's great. Yeah. At least it's not Pablo Francisco this time. I Burnt! Know, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Little Tortilla Boy. Mm. All right. Um, mm-hmm. But I saw this video constantly. <laughs> like, they, they played this com- video as a commercial constantly okay. to promote um, With the Teeth, the hand that feeds. And, yeah, we don't need to watch the whole thing. It's basically just a really grainy, shitty studio recording. And it's only notable to me because Trent is like tearing apart the studio and knocks over a mic stand at the end, which is pretty fun. Oh, maybe I've seen this. Yeah, they decided to aggressively not deinterlace. Yeah. And that's for you film nerds out there. This is was this Rob Sheridan? Was he part of them at this point? I'm not sure. Um, copyright Interscope. Yeah. Not nothing records. Pretty catchy, huh? Uh-huh. Enjoying yourself? Yeah. No word on if this was produced by Sheridan or indeed anybody. <coughs> because I'm sure it's on like drink. Wikipedia, but yeah. Like they shot anyway. it at one frame rate and then converted it wrong so that everything yeah. looks artifacted and terrible. I um, like that. That was actually one of the things that jumped out right. with all of the um, the year zero stuff. And with teeth. Yeah, they make it look extra digital as if it's coming over on a pirated transmission. I actually, in like 2010, I ended up buying a With Teeth t-shirt because I like that the font. Oh, the like font that. is pretty good. Yeah, like way after the fact. I didn't even love the album. I was already wearing like a downward spiral t-shirt, but I just really liked the With Teeth one. Can I skip ahead to the mic part? Yes. We're going to hear a lot more of this. Yes. Okay. And I'll post the video on our page. I feel like I built up to this too much. Okay. <laughs> he dropped the fuck out of that mic stand like, And they're okay. just like You know what we'll keep it And then he, he leans over and pants for a while Because it was such an intense performance uh, 
Also, he was approaching 40. I think he turned 40 in oh, 2005. Yeah? yeah. 40 years of Mr. Reznor. What a cutie. Yeah. Well, he's 50 now, right? Yep. So he Not been, 60. Not 60. Yep. He's, he's in the safe zone. So he would have been 49. I mean, 39. Yep. 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 I know, I, I know numbers. I know numbers in math, Resnards. God. I got this. We have a lot of homework to do. We're going to try to record with Atitha very soon. Um, yeah. So I should probably nail down when he met Maraquine and that whole thing started happening. Oh, I think that was way later. Right. Because that was his last shot at being Bjork's soulmate, you know. Yeah. Ugh. Just yeah. wasted it. Wasted. They I mean, she's... Be- they could have become something clear. She's amazing, but yeah, Bjork. Hmm. I think later on, um, I was listening to Hesitation Marks today, mm-hmm. and it's the Bjorkiest Trent has ever sounded. It is, yeah. I can't, I can't wait to get to that. I know. But then, like, Bjork nowadays has leveled up into, like, this whole different thing. I... I don't understand at all <laughs> what her deal is. I feel like in order to... I don't know. I don't remember. I think it's, like, Valnacura or something. I don't... The way to, like, properly appreciate that album is by commuting at like 6 a.m. while it's snowing hmm. because that's what I did the first time I heard that album. You're talking album. about Bjork's most recent album? Yeah. Yeah. When she has like a giant orange wig? Yeah. Yeah. That's made out of like coral? Yeah. Because she's Bjork. And lights? Ugh. You never have to ask Bjork why. Yeah. It's just like she's just doing it. That's who she is. Because why not? That's what she is. That album's so good. Anyway. All right, should we listen to the dub mix? Ugh, I guess. Halo 18, track three. Oh, wait, track three? Ah, fuck it. Track two, uh... Let's just get this out of the way. Why does it say track three? (laughs) Do not adjust your listening device actually how boring this is you can beat your head against the wall to the tempo pretty nicely that's what that's exactly what the tempo <laughs> is because <laughs> yeah it's, it's okay for dancing great for head smashing mm-hmm. not head banging smashing like bust it open with, with some resistance yeah Find like a windowsill corner and just knock that sucker open. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> I prefer a nice, a nice flat, even surface. Well, potato, potato. We got, we got a little bit of complexity coming in here. Pro tip, don't read the YouTube comments for this video, Resnerds. Read them. It's really bad. My favorite one is just that, that, that ugly. I like how someone coined the term, how could you not ninjoy? Oh, God. Someone accuses someone else of performing fellatio for drugs. Real fast. That's like the fourth, yeah. that's like the fourth comment. That escalated quickly. Love this mix, so groovy. Easily the coolest. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> That's what it is. On the cover, it kind of looks like a penis, does it? Yeah, oh my god! Right there. <laughs> I never would have seen that. Oh, it does look like a dick. <coughs> Drink. 
I'll post the link to this video so that you can see the dick. Oh, here's when it really hits. Oh yeah. There it was. No, Trent. I am not keeping in step. I am already tired. I've already beaten my head open. <laughs> it's over, yeah. It's over. Oh, I have a quick impression I can get out of the way. Oh, thank God. Um, all right, here we go. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You're going to have to guess. All right. Um, I won't look at your screen. Okay. Oh, gosh, you're keeping in step in the line. You got your, got your head held high. You feel just fine, but in your heart, it's it's dark and it's it's hollow and it's cold. <laughs> the files are in the computer. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on, it's coming to me. We, we gotta go catch that leopard shark, Dad. Oh yeah, you are old Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I convinced someone that I was someone. <laughs> I heard it. I thought I heard it. You did like the. The mouth. And gosh, Jackie, you gotta watch out. You gotta <laughs> hurt yourself fighting these criminals. You're cute. Alright. Well, oh, so, uh, yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of nin history that we gotta deal with. Ninstery? Sorry. We'll, we'll come up with a clever acronym. I mean, you know we will. Resnerds, write us in. Write, write into us. Write. All of those things sound weird. Oh, fuck me. Alright, hold on. <coughs> so, this is a little embarrassing. Did I never actually no, I never actually looked up just the article for Trent Reznor on Ninwiki. By the way, really informative. Yeah. Really ties together a lot of shit that oh, I that's did not know. Really funny. I think it must be original research because like a lot of the stuff isn't footnoted, but it, it all fits together. Okay. Um, so, let's go back in time to the self-destruction tour. Yeah. It's way back, 94. Yeah. Um, after that disastrous tour, Trent checked himself into rehab, uh -huh. came out, uh, recorded The Fragile. Uh -huh. Oh, wait, no, shit. He checked out of rehab, just found out his grandma died. Mm -hmm. um, so he's in that really messed up emotional space where he has all this grief and all this angst and all this healing to do. Um, Did you say that he was black and hollow and cold? I think he was more optimistic than that at this okay. point. Okay, okay. Cool. But it must have felt pretty black and hollow and cold. Um, so he comes out with Fragile, and the Fragile immediately debuted at the top of the charts. And Trent celebrated with a, with a little drinky-poo, uh -huh. which sent his life spiraling off course, back into addiction, as, I mean, it doesn't take a lot if you got an addictive personality, just boom. Yeah. Um, so then he checks into rehab again in Florida. Uh, in 2000 yeah in 2000 um, comes out and is now finally dedicated to becoming sober uh, because actually yeah during the fragility tour he actually overdosed on heroin during a show well, before a show in London uh -huh. and his whole crew had to scramble to cover the fact that he was struggling with heroin addiction and he said that uh, Jerome 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 Dylan was sick uh, but really it was Trent who uh -huh. was like fighting to not die from too much heroin. Jesus. Um, so at that point, he realized he had to turn things around. Um, it even says that a studio technician that Reznor befriended was shot and killed in a gang-related crime, presumably something to do with drugs. 
Um, it's not clear that it had anything to do with Trent and his habits, but eh, it was a wake-up call, you yeah. know? Um, wow. So, and this was all in, like, 2000, 2001. Uh-huh. Um, then 2002, we got an All That Could Have Been. Um, and then, yeah, here's, here's where it gets real. So Trent Reznor is finally sober and clean, trying to figure out what the next step artistically is for him when, like, everything just... The, the floor falls out. And this guy, John Malm Jr., who he'd been working with since the beginning, since Exotic Birds, mm-hmm. this guy has been his manager. Um, John Malm came forward and said, Trent, check this shit out. We don't have as much money as you probably think we have. And they said that uh, Trent Reznor's assets were somewhere between $400,000 and $3 million. Kind of a big range. Yeah, that's a huge range. But after you've had like two gigantic selling albums, you think you have like you know a couple million more than that? I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. Like he was also like he had the artistic freedom <laughs> with nothing. I think I don't know what his what his points were on the back end or whatever deal uh-huh. he had worked out. Obviously not a great one. Uh-huh. Um, but after Malm dropped this bomb, he he hit him with another one and said that um, also Trent, you haven't paid me in a very long time, you owe me $3 million, which coincidentally is all the money you have. Right. Um, so Trent Jesus. was, of course, shocked by this. And he looked at the contract he had signed and was, and found out, like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, I, I really have been screwing myself out of the majority of this money, which I now owe to John Malm. Um, and I guess Trent's heroin was, like, a big part of that because, like, this is like the sh- the shadiest shit ever but i'm thinking what happened is when trent is like you know all dope sick and partying or, or whatever john mom was like pushing contracts at him saying like trent we got to renew our deal trent uh. and then it just it just gets worse and worse mm-hmm. to the point where he's about to seriously take every penny that trent Reznor has <coughs> jesus and that was in 2003 so like that's super heavy dude yeah like, that's, that's so heavy i mean as much as we like to pretend money doesn't control our creative exploits, it mm-hmm. really, really does. And, yeah, like, Trent was face-to-face with, like, maybe never being able to create as Nine Inch Nails ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I don't know, should I leave it on a cliffhanger until next episode, or should I resolve this? this resolve tension? this! Let's resolve the tension. Okay, I'm always doing this to people. I know. About the dog first. We have time. Okay, so... Um, Reznor spent much of 2003 working on other projects because he couldn't be Nine Inch Nails because everything was locked in gridlock because of this whole lawsuit that was going on. Wow. Um, But then eventually uh, Trent countersued John Malm saying that Malm had been holding back earnings from him Um, and then a federal judge in 2004 uh, went to New York City Uh, Malm was fired um, and then Trent signed with another manager, Jim Guerino, at Rebel Waltz. So Nothing Records ceased to exist at this point in 2004, Mm -hmm. and it became absorbed into Interscope Records, which Mm -hmm. he had already been recording for, but in his own independent thing. (coughs) Um, But yeah, so after that battle, um, Trent eventually, like like any legal battle, it takes forever. Uh And Trent was like pushing and pushing to try to get this resolved. And then eventually he did uh, completely win and crush John Malm and uh, get $3 million back from him uh, with interest. So, wow. So that $3 million ended up coming out of John Malm's patootie. And, yeah. And not Trent's sweet butt. 
Good. I mean, like, holy crap. Holy Nine, crap, Nine Inch Nails almost stopped existing in That's 2004. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell, John Mall? I want to know his side of the story, because it seems like he's just a total... I mean, how could you... Yeah. God. And he was... And he, like, leached... He glommed on to Trent Reznor during Exotic Birds... Right. Like, did did he like did he get lucky or did he actually see like wow Trent's gonna be somebody? Right. That's fucked up. Yeah. I'm that, glad that he came out of it like unscathed financially. I mean, I'm sure not co- entirely, but still. And yeah, it's like I don't Trent must have become I mean, he was already like even in his earliest car- parts of his career was very cynical and skeptical of the music industry. And now he's like, oh yeah, like even the people I thought were like total rebels and wanted to do it our own way are gonna stab me in the back, completely. Right. Completely. So I think like it kind of made Trent a little bit more bitter and, yeah. and more of a loner, which maybe comes out in with Atifa. With Hand That Feeds, probably. I mean, Hand That Feeds is like lots of stuff. I mean, you to me, I thought it was about the government. I'm sure. It was about I mean, war. like in, in 2005, it it's probably about all of that. Yeah. You know, it's like the the pairing of the government and the war and his own, like, George battles, Bash. His own, like, personal battles. Do you remember George Bush? Ugh. I remember being 17 and not able to vote, and I was really upset. I hated John Kerry so much, but I was just like, man, mm-hmm. that was Bush. That was the best we had, apparently. Ugh. Wasn't he, like, a heir to ketchup or something? <laughs> yeah, he married Teresa Hines. <coughs> A good Pittsburgh family. Ugh, anyway. A saucy dame. Whoa! There we go. Um, Oh, man, you got all the lols this week. I really relish those jokes. Shut up. (laughs) Sorry, you're giving me me the spicy mustard. Uh, No, I don't know. Um, uh, I must turn these jokes away. You must have heard these before. I must heard these. I was trying to say, like, must turn. Must turn these jokes. Fucking fuck. Turds. I make so many food puns at work that, like, I feel like I just can't do it. As soon as I clock out, I'm just like, all right, no more food puns. Yeah. I mean, you'll, you want to save that time for when you're on the clock. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So many time jokes. Mm. I had a good one. Um, good one. Because I, I use, in one of my salads, I use a leaf called purslane. It's just so it's little... like parsley? No, purslane. It's nothing like parsley. Okay, so it's but, like um, a witch's herb. It's got long stems that have like individual little rounded leaves. I'll put a link to purslane up on the website. <laughs> you make all these promises. But anyway, I will. I will. So um, Ashley was in a different, my friend Ashley at work was in a different kitchen and I was sending her pictures of a bunch of things a bunch of foods with um, puns and then I sent her one of Purslane and I was like I guess you could say I'm Purslane in the competition today that's pretty good she was just good. like she just re- replied back shut the fuck up <laughs> took us a long time to get there but I think it was worth it yeah Purslane the game Purslane's pretty good but anyway have you seen my bag I swear I left a Purslane around here alright <laughs> I used both sides of the pun Whoa, yeah, yeah. you're just like so funny. I know. It's like Stop. we have like a podcast Stop. that we're trying to be funny on. Stop it. Oh my god. Is there another Fuck. remix? Um, Yeah, we got one more remix Ugh. to get through. How are we doing on time? 
Hey. Half hour. So yeah. this is the Fotex straight mix. Oh. Oh. This probably sounds familiar. dancing. Describe it. Um, robot has seizure. Robot <laughs> air guitars has seizure. <laughs> you do like the shoulder wiggle a lot. I, yeah. I That's mean, a good go-to. When I'm sitting down, it's like, what, yeah, no, no, no. what other moves you I'm have? Not, I'm not shitting on the shoulder wiggle, okay? <laughs> I feel like, and there's, a, there's like variations of the shoulder wiggle that you could go with. Kind of but like, that. even when you're standing up, you are a big time shoulder wiggle dancer. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. <coughs> um, yeah, I've had pretty much zero comments on the songs themselves. Because what is there to fucking say? I mean, it's got a catchy guitar riff, which everybody learned. Uh huh. Okay, that was a thing. I'm liking it, but that's just because it's exactly like this single. Like this is Yeah. I mean it's Yeah, it really the only difference is that beginning like It's a single with a prologue. Yeah. It's like a George R. R. Martin novel. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Six hundred the, the, pages and then and then the good part. The remix bits are subtle. Oh, fun fact. Yeah. Um, With Atitha was the last album Trent Reznor recorded at Nothing Studios. Uh -huh. Or Lip Pig? No, Nothing Studios. Uh huh. In New Orleans. Can you guess why it was the last one? Well, there was that certain tragedy. Kanye West? No. <laughs> I liked Kanye's early stuff. Um. No, there was that fucking hurricane. Jabro. Yeah, dude. I haven't done all my homework. I don't know if Nothing Records was destroyed, but Trent decided to relocate to Los Angeles after the recording of With Atifa. That makes sense. Yeah, it's funny how long he dodged Los Angeles. Like, I'm sure a lot of his touring came through L.A. Right. All roads lead to... Yep. Lazang. Yeah. Trying to coin that. I am a little... Lazang. 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 Lazang, yeah. Now it's lasagna. Now it's a food pun. Coming back. Lazanga. <laughs> now it's a nerd pun. I like Bazinga. Yeah. Dude. Oh my god. So. What? My boss's favorite show in the world uh, is Black Black Hole. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang, <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Black it's Hole a, Theory. <laughs> it's more like a black hole. Of comedy. Oh, you're funny. And it's like, I want to do well at my <laughs> job, but there's no way I'm ever going to start to like that show. No. Fortunately, it's a dumb enough show that I could probably just say, like, Bazinga, and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> have a raise. Um, but yeah. enough about work. Yeah, fuck work. Let's party. Let's party. Right. 
It's definitely like the gay bar remix. Will you stay down on your knees? Nope, I turned into Bane real quick. Will you stay down on your knees? That was Sean Connery. That was not even Bane. Alright, hang on. Will you bite the hand that feeds you? Will you stay down on your knees? You've only adopted the hand. Yes. That would be a natural Bane song. It would be. What are the lyrics to this shit? Yeah, there's really not that much. Um, but it, it hits all the Trent Reznor hallmarks. Yeah. Um, it's about, you know, conformity versus rebellion, keeping a step in line, chin held high. Also, maybe a nod to piggies with their chinny chin chins. Hmm? <laughs> how, okay. How deep do you believe? This becomes a big deal in uh, with Atitha. Like, Trent is always asking, who am I? And, like, what have I become? Uh-huh. Like, that's, that's all over the place there. Lots of questions in this song. But you're right, the rhyme scheme is, like, so rigid. Uh-huh. Crusade, charade, paid, blood, dine, divine. Yeah. Blood doesn't rhyme with anything, though. So, like, so that whole that whole stanza is is an A A A B C C rhyme scheme, yeah. which is not a real thing. It isn't if you believe in your heart. So this site says for the blood on which we dine, but I mean musically, there's not a beat for on, on. which we dine. Yeah, doesn't that drive you insane? I hate that. Yeah, it drives me fucking insane. It drives me insane. And especially if they pull that shit during karaoke. Blood no. on which we die. <laughs> it's okay. not there. There's no beat. Um, so how deep do you believe? Will you bite the hand that feeds? That's it. That's pretty much. Be- bleeds, knees, sees. Yeah. It. Believe. Believe doesn't even rhyme with anything. It, I mean, it be- e, it's, it's a half rhyme. Yeah. It Eve, does if you believe. E. <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hands if you believe that Trent Reznor can rhyme. Um, Believe, feeds, bleeds, knees, see it. Yeah, naive, believe, see. Do you wanna change it? But yeah, this was everywhere. Yeah. Like, in 2004, I'm surprised you missed it. I mean, I heard it, but I didn't listen to it. Was it it a conscious choice to not listen to Mr. Reznor? Yeah, I told you. It was a personal thing. When, yeah. The fragile is just too difficult. With my mom dying, so I took a break. But then, like, I think I heard only first, and I just didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Especially only. Like, I don't care about this album. I think I bought it, I I bought With Teeth when I bought Year Zero. And I bought Year Zero in 09. And I think Year Zero came out in 07, right? That sounds right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it came out right when I was graduating high school. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're so young. So young and so full of yep, hope. Yep, yep, that's me. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yep. So, I mean, uh... Why do you have a tab for the best of Vivaldi? I, I was going to do a Reznor history thing when we were going back over oh. everything. <laughs> let, me, let me try to do a segment. <laughs> and now, Trent Reznor history. In the year 1994. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I always forget that song's Vivaldi. I always think it's Tchaikovsky. No, it's totally a Vivaldi. Oh, It's just, whatever. it's so romantic and sensual. 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 
Oh, we were going to talk about... Oh, fuck, we had this whole other thing. Um, Trent Reznor just signed a petition to mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. modernize the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Yeah. That was the sound of our ten listeners tuning out. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, like, so you're uh, going to go and talk about some trade regulations. Uh, uh, I'm about to kill Star Wars by talking about trade regulations. Um, <laughs> but... Trent is sort of having another crisis of identity because, as we've addressed before... Wait, hang on. Yeah. I know when that hotline, Trent. <laughs> it's gonna be time well spent. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about some current Trent events. <coughs> um, this just happened... Trent uh, events. This happened uh, June 21st. Don't want to date ourselves too badly here, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Trent joined a ton of other recording artists signing a petition with the IRAA to ask to revamp the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which basically let a ton of sites have, like, free use of, um, I mean, it it loosened restrictions around intellectual property, so sites like YouTube could post clips of movies, and Mm -hmm. more pertinent to this current deal, um, they are, I mean... Who here has not wa- listened to a song on YouTube? Right. You can't find it, and you just you, in, you just Google it in there, and then it pops up on the YouTubes, and you hit the play. Yeah. Um, so Trent joined uh, people like Radiohead, YouTube, big big names. Wait, now? Jack, Jack White. Or is this back? In... No, this was this is now 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 now. Oh, I thought you were like, talking about something that happened in 2005. No, June 21st, 2016. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Jack White back. Um, Oh, I, my God, I'm an idiot. I was So, Jack White, Trent Reznor, Beck, and then I was like, who is this guy? Moray Juan Petition? <laughs> <laughs> Jack White, Trent Reznor, Beck, more, join petition. Moray Juan Petition. I don't know that guy. Yeah, I've never heard it. So, anyway, it's, they're asking for tighter regulations on YouTube and other um, media-sharing companies to... Uh, not share copyrighted works or at least have some form of payment for copyrighted works being shared Mm -hmm. um this is yes the same trent Reznor who in 2007 um went on record saying just go ahead and steal my music steal Steal it it, steal it it, steal it it. just keep on right on stealing In in those exact words um and now he's become what what is it what happened Christ Novoselic. Is he even still a thing? Christ no- Novoselic from Nirvana. Wow. They dug him out of the fucking grave yeah, to, they to did. sign this thing. <laughs> Who else we is have? Guns and, oh, Guns and Roses. Yeah. Um, can... Yoko Ono. Oh, no. Jesus. Lady Gaga. TV on the radio, uh, huh? Uh, Rod Stewart, who's alive. He's still a thing, wow. Pete Townshend, who they have to introduce. This is Pitchfork, and they yeah. have to introduce the who's Pete Townshend. Right. Uh, I know who Pete Townshend used to play for. He, I think he was also with the Yardbirds. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, 19 companies. That was the sound of me falling asleep. Just kidding. Go ahead. So not only am I talking about trade regulations, I'm talking about dad rock. Ugh. Um, 19 companies, including three major recording labels, the Recording Academy and the Recording Industry Association of America, have signed this petition, which, I mean, it's it's probably going to happen. Um, DMCA, which was written in 1998, 
uh, gave companies safe harbor from copyright infringement as long as it complies with takedown notices. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, naturally, not everyone... I mean, YouTube people will always be able to just upload another version of the song if Trent Reznor finds Closer on there and wants it taken down. You know? Right. Um, but this whole thing just seems fucking fishy to me because, like... I mean, these artists are massive, and they're speaking up for the little guy, are they? Really? Is that right. what it is? Or is it just like they're corporate paymasters who don't want to lose 10% of their earnings? Um, but Trent had some specific comments that I can pull up for you. Probably stop the YouTube from continuing. So yeah, Trent talked to Billboard magazine, along with a ton of other artists, um, about his decision to sign this. And uh, it might have something to do with the fact, I don't know if I already mentioned this, Trent Reznor is now the chief creative officer of Apple Music. Uh -huh. Kind of a big deal. Um, so, um, let me get Trent's comments for you. So, <laughs> so Trent says... Uh, what the fuck was that? No, I, I don't. I don't no. Um, it feels as though we've turned a corner in terms of the adoption of streaming. I think it's inevitable that downloads will diminish, much like CDs. But I've started buying vinyl, probably out of nostalgia, but there's also something about a physical thing that has meaning to me as an artist. I think coexistence can take place. Um, where does he... <coughs> um, wait. <coughs> drink lots. Drink lots. I'm going to drink okay, lots. Trent, yeah, Trent's real pull quote, his, uh, his money shot here, is he says, Personally, I find YouTube's business to be very disingenuous. It's built on the backs of free stolen content, and that's how they got that big. I don't think any free tiered service is not fair. So, Trent okay. Reznor thinks the only reason people go to YouTube is to look at copyrighted content. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, who is he? <laughs> what has happened to Trent? I mean, he's not totally wrong. Like, there does need to be a way that we can get money to artists, but, like, if... the Part of the problem with the fucking music industry is they put out the same schlock year after year after year and nobody really wants to pay for it he's maybe like because he used to be all about being rebellious but now maybe he's just become as soft as his dad bod <laughs> maybe the weight of all of his oscars they're like they're like uh, uh, shackles that are yeah. slowing him down yeah just like for every soft pound of dad bod <laughs> He's becoming less and less rebellious and fun. But I guess, like, um, the release of Hotline Bling, Drake managed to monetize that really well and, like, actually made a butt, uh, like a buttload of cash mm -hmm. off of that song. So I think it's just a matter of, like, making music that doesn't suck, having a fan base that's willing to pay, and then figuring out a way that they can get easy access to it that's not a huge pain in the ass. Like, but, like, he's been doing think... that since the beginning. As soon yeah. as music started becoming a big digital thing... He, like, recognized that and, like, did all digital releases. Trent is totally a cyber guy. Plus, like, Nine Inch Nails fans are among, like, the biggest collectors of shit that I've ever known. Oh, totally. I've never known anybody to, like, be so adamant and, like, weird about collecting, like, all these dumbass singles and, like, never opening them and getting, like, the version of Broken that has the mini disc and the fucking... Japanese version of With Teeth so that it has home than, like, Nine Inch Nails listeners. He's making money. Also, I think the big smoke and mirrors of all this is, like, the idea that artists make any money off of record sales. 
<laughs> they don't. Record labels make money off of record sales. Mm-hmm. Artists make money off of live, live shows, merchandise, and then if they break big, then they start getting a little bit of royalty check, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's all smoke and mirrors, man. Yeah. And, and it, I would feel a lot better about this petition if it said, a bunch of artists you've never heard of sign on this petition. Right? Not like <laughs> fucking Tayway, who has... You can't even, like, make a t-shirt that has this sick beat on it because Taylor Swift has that shit copyright. God damn it. Yeah. Fuck. Like, she... Who are these people? Like, who... Come on. And that's the thing. Like, stop making terrible music. Um, And then also, here's the fucking thing. We're forced to listen to music that we don't like constantly. Yeah. You know, you're at the store. You're at the fucking gas station. You're at work. There's just always terrible music playing, and you don't have any control over whether you listen to it or not. We're mm-hmm. slaves to their fucking product. And then they expect us to just pay through the fucking nose for the privilege of listening to that fucking garbage that they pump into our heads every day. Right. God forbid that the consumer has any control over what media enters and exits their head. I feel like a Bernie Sanders impression is coming. No, no. <laughs> the millionaires and the billionaires. The music industry. The music... I kind of... No, he never really said shit about the music industry. I know, but just just make it, you know, you know. That's that's the the. I might the de- beauty I might debut impression. him tomorrow, like oh. a, a Trent Reznor, Bernie. Okay. Bernie Reznor. Bert. Yeah. Feeling the burn. Burn. I'm really in the mood to hear the Cure's burn. Yeah. Let, oh my let's god. Let's listen to a band that hasn't fucking signed on to the RIAA fucking corporate handout, who hasn't lined up at the fucking pig trough. For the slop offered to you by the <laughs> lobbyists that pull all the strings. And will never 1%. let real art thrive. Strangling creativity by the purse strings. The top 1% that's the controlling 1% the media. Of the 10% of the 8% of the cure. Of the cure. I love Burned by the Cure. It's really good. It's really good. And it's like, it's like a really passionate And I love song. that this is like the second or third time that we're like, welcome to... Trend talk. Let's listen to the Cure. I mean, yeah. Also, I, I'm tired of listening to the hand that feeds. Yeah. So I guess we'll go out to this. God, that was a heavy rant. Remember I, when I'm they like played this live? From all that yelling. They played Burn live. Do when I we saw them do I remember last month? It was so good. I remember the look on your face when it started happening. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so good. It's still totally a superhero song. It even is. though it's The Cure. What do you mean even though? Well, I mean, The Cure is not known for their... I mean, I guess they have anthemic songs. Yeah. But this thing has a real rising action. It's like It a, does. It's like a... It's really nice. It is something special. Go ahead, bring it up. You don't even want me to turn it down. So I guess we should sign off so that we can just listen to this at full <laughs> volume without you guys. Um, or you can just keep listening to it with us. Or stop the podcast if you don't want to hear it anymore. All right. So we love you, Resnards. Find us on Facebook, Trent Talk Pod, 
Tweet at us at TrentTalkPod. Give us your how much angst. We need them. Yeah, hashtag how much angst. We need you. Um, and we'll have the With Teeth episode out so soon you won't even so believe it. So soon. Maybe somebody will be joining us. We may have a special guest. Pretty exciting. And it's not my mom. Aw, it'd be cute if it was, though. Yeah, I, I would have her on again. She wants to go to that donut shop that we went to in Koreatown. Aw, <laughs> of course she does. They look like little animals. They're little animals. What does my mom love more than animals? Donuts shaped like animals. <laughs> Honestly, my dad is more the donut influence in the family. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well. Oh, wait, let's let's do the sign-off and then just listen to this. Okay. okay. Nine Inch Nailed, Nailed it! it.
I just realized. What? We just used YouTube to access <laughs> to access copyrighted content. <laughs> so fuck you. Fuck you, person we love so much, Trevor. Yeah, God, so, so I'm so miffed. Oh, that really just cooks my goose. Um, if you've listened this long, message us the phrase "cooks our goose," <laughs> or anything that just says "cooks our any any does permutation cook, of the what phrase. What does it cook your animal? What animal of yours does it cook? Just just message us. Cook, my goose is cooked. Yeah. And then we'll know you listened the whole way through, and maybe we'll send you a special surprise. I don't know. Oh, we totally will. Yeah, we'll do it. Oh, my God. We'll do it. If you say your goose is cooked, we'll, oh my send, God. we'll send you something. Don't even, like, tempt us, because we're going to fucking do it. Like, we're going to... We've already... It's it's going to happen. It's done. It's done. And now we're done. And now we're done. Nailed it. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>